Hey guys, welcome back to a, another episode of Rating Arizona. Beers brought to you by King's Beer and Wine on Central and Thomas in Phoenix, Arizona. Thank you guys for stopping by for another episode. Absolutely. King's Beer and Wine. If you're watching this show, go to King's. Tell them that you watch the show and they'll give you a beer glass. Boom. The Arizona Beer Book Class. Once again, should have one here, but if this is what it would look like. Uh, <laughs> it's a canned glass with the Arizona Beer Book labeling on it. So let them know that you're watching the show, and they'll give that to you for free. Yeah, just for watching the show and stopping by King's. I mean, who's not going to want to go buy some fantastic beer or try one of the, like, 180, no, it's just like 80 beers on tap. Just 80. It's just 80. Only. <laughs> So, so nuts. Well, yeah. then you got the other side of it because then you have all the retail. Um, and I think you can, yeah, yeah, you can do the retail. Bring it over here. They'll can, put that. Yeah, they, they, they'll open it up for a small uh, little leverage fee and yeah. then uh, pour whatever they have in the tap room. In, I mean, in their, in the uh, bottle shop into the tap room. So pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So for like the craft beer lovers dreams, come to King's. So today we're going to be hitting up a <clears throat> little beer bear right here, here. This is a beer out of Simple Machine Brewing Company, located in North Phoenix or uh, South Flagstaff. <laughs> this is <laughs> Tap That AZ Hazy, coming in at 8.2% ABV. 48 IBUs. 48 IBUs. Yeah. And then it's also coming in. Um, let me grab that from you as I just snatch it from Eric's hands. It's also coming in a half red malt, uh, like a little bit over half hops red. So, okay. So Wait, what? Here, here's this is. <laughs> all right. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, Marshall. Let's get down and dirty because I've, I've brought Ooh. this up on uh, one of my tastings of a. Uh, a simple machine beer. I want you to. All right, here's what I'm going to do. This will this will give people a, you you run through this right. Uh, you talk about it. Can you talk about? What sure. So there is a uh, rating system. Okay, there's a rating system on the beer. It is, uh, you know, like I don't know, a graph or a chart that you would find in in, in school, and it has like a color, like it's red. So it says malt, hops. Um, grain you know just other stuff like that and uh it has like it's like colored in right it's like filled in red um and it says body light to full and then it has a little thing and it's like what does it mean <laughs> <laughs> i i I, th I would like to think i know a lot about beer like i'm not, a, not i'm not like a beer genius or beer you know i just but i do know a lot about beer i brew beer i taste beer, I do competitions, I do all sorts of stuff like that, and I still have no idea what the freak that means. Let me see it. Let me see it. And I want to know because, <laughs> because I mean, if you, you, know, you walk into a um, <clears throat> the Simple Machine and you're looking at the beers and you see that and you're like, I, I don't know if that, is that supposed to make you want to buy it? Ah. Well, here's what I gauge from it. It's middle of the road when it comes to malt. Okay. A little more hoppy because the red is a little bit more filled in. Right? Cool. The body is about the same amount, like a little more body than middle of body. Yep. And uh, a little lower than middle of color light. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh. So, so actually, here's the cool thing about it. I know we're, we're really going rambling a lot about it now. Um, but uh, so I would say this. So he's not going to put uh, malt and he's not going to put, you know, like 22 SRM. And he's not going to put. 
those brew. He's not going to put hops, you know, uh, 18 IBU. He's not going to put, you know, body, um, you know, medium mouthfeel. So uh, what I'm trying to say is he's basically making it easy for just regular Joe, right, yeah. to buy the beer. Okay. Okay. So you know, so you th- you, that, but that's a good thing. So that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Me beard nerd wants to know how many IBUs. <laughs> Me beard nerd. Yeah, like Me IBU. Want, no. You know, international sure, business sure. units. It is. I want to know the you know actual color in SRM yeah. um, and stuff like that. So, but you know, the, whatever. <laughs> cares it makes freaking delicious beer <laughs> well here's how i look at it right once it like uh no but that's good though right because somebody that that is very knowledgeable uh you know like yourself you're like what how does that translate into the into the technical aspect of what i understand right because you understand down to the detail right i look at this as like when you're this is for you know it might be like this in video games now but back in the day in the 90s we had like you know uh what was the the jet ski game where you would be able to jet ski race but any like okay any car game uh racing game the cars had little gauges right this one's not as fast but this one has a better you know grip on the curves that i look at that that's kind of what i see yeah that's my gauge like you know what uh yeah so um does that help yes it does (laughs) it does actually since i grew up in the 90s so Um, thank you for making that i really do like though that they um do put on here that uh, Grain R&D logo. Yes. Um, and that they're, they're using Grain R&D, which is a local maltster. So I think that is... Actually, Grain R&D is a local uh, uh, grain. They grow grain. the grain. It's yep. grown, yep. grown here. And, and we got Sinagua Malt, right. which uh, is right up in the Verde Valley, right. which is a maltster. Yeah. Yep. And Sinagua means? The Nagua. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? It means without water. I did not know. Yeah. Oh, Sinawa. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sinawa, without water. Not putting them on the spot or anything like yeah. that. And so anyways, let's crack it open. Excellent, man. Uh, this is the wet rendition of the beer. I had a really cool idea. I'm like, dude, what if? wonder if there's a brewery that has the name of like the Spanish word for Jaguar. Right? Jaguar Brewing. Yeah, like Jaguar. Yeah. yeah. And then I looked it up and it's, it's Jaguar. Jaguar. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same word. Jaguar. Still sounds like a cool name. Yeah. So, what uh, rendition is this? What what is this issue three? Of, no, I think this is like five. Of, maybe? of just the standard. We're not of talking standard, the, not the fruited or adjunct. Uh, well, so we did one with adjunct, the prickly but... pear. Yeah, adjunct. We threw some. Um, I was trying to think of fun, some funny adjunct, but I was I couldn't. I was going to say rice. So rice but, is an adjunct. No, but it wasn't in rice. Right. <laughs> but, but so it's so uh, this is like the third or fourth. Uh, this is like fourth or fifth rendition of, of, of the of the OG. The straight. So up. this is sounding like this is because uh, immediately had become an extremely popular beer because yeah. of not only tap that AZ but because Simple Machine makes really good beer. Yeah. Um, but that first rendition kind of I think reset. Um, Hazy IPA in Arizona. Oh, I like hearing that. No, seriously. And uh, what, what do you mean? I mean, as far as the color, the mouthfeel, and the taste on the beer, I think it, it was completely different than anything out there and kind of reset my palate, especially for me, my palate for Hazy. And I know on the first one, I think I gave it 100 yeah. on my, oh, yeah, on my channel. And it's yes. not just because, you know, a big fan of Tap That Hazy and all that stuff and, and Simple Machine, but I was just like, oh, my gosh. Different, like just a delicious beer. Yes, thanks, man. So. I do. Marshall is like, dude. Marshall's the shit, dude. He's, cheers to Marshall. Absolutely, cheers. man. He he uh, he knows what the hell he's doing. He's a cool dude. Uh, they're doing just great stuff up there. Uh, but yeah, so this is uh, that's cool to hear, man. Like I love more than anything, like being different. I'd rather be different than the best. 
you know what I mean? I'd no, rather be sure. than being the best at just something that's just kind of, you know, like everybody else does. I'd rather be um, the best at the only thing that I'm doing. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> so check it out. The beer is a super, super opaque. Yeah. It is. Um, an, I mean, basically, it's orange juice. Like if yeah. uh, someone were to walk in right now, they would think we're drinking orange juice on the show. We're it doing is, mimosa reviews. It is a mimosa review. Um, <laughs> completely, completely opaque. Orange juice in color. Very light. Um, I love the color on this beer. It doesn't have any weird dark hues to it. It's just bright and just just looks beautiful. Weird dark hues. Yeah, I've seen that in some hazy IPAs where it, it's like, that doesn't look right. Yeah. Like, that looks... that. <laughs> Anything, Weird dark hues yeah. is the perfect way to Anything tinted it. a little bit darker or even has maybe just a touch of brown in it yeah. um, is a very strong indicator of being oxidized. Ooh, okay. So uh, Hazy IPA is a strong candidate for oxidation. Um, beer does fan- – wort does fantastic with a ton of oxygen. Yeast love it they, to turn it into beer, but once it turns into beer, you don't want oxygen near it. Um, and we're introducing so many hops – into these beers, yeah. and hops can be oxidized. Ah. So you can actually introduce you know, oxidation in the beer by dry hopping. So it's a super careful process in doing it. So to get a bright orange juice, hazy like that, it's not easy to do. We get a drive-by aroma. God damn. That's good. Jesus. Man. And different. It's a little bit, there's a little bit different, right? It's, it's definitely different. And uh, so I'm going to ask you a weird question. Um, not sure if you know the answer is shit. I just drank it, man. Good. <laughs> it, are, are they um, reusing the yeast? Are they are they are they farming the yeast on each batch and then reusing it in the next batch? I don't know. Okay. I don't. Well, now they so there's a gap between like we don't go from one batch to then fill the you know what I mean. Right. So there's there's a definitely a period of time, right. maybe a month or two. So, sometimes so you could wrangle yeast and okay. you could keep them alive. Okay, and well, I don't know. We should and, ask Marshall. And and because there's a, a character of yeast aroma that is kind of unmistakable. You could almost line this up now with other beers. Um, I if I were to take a um, Renhouse beer. And do an aroma test. I would know it's a Renhouse beer. Yeah, uh, Pueblo ah. Vida, same thing. I know it's a Pueblo Vida beer. Yeah. So now it's becoming to the point where you're like, okay, this is a simple machine beer. I would assume. I would assume that he does that. Yeah. Um, so I should ask him that. Do yeah. we? Do you harvest the yeast from batch to batch of tap that easy hazy? This the hop character in this is f- funky. It is like it a is. funky mix of hops. Nothing like you would. It's, so it's not in the direction of tropical. It's not in the direction of fruity. It's like Southwest. Yeah, it's Southwest. It's, it's well, almost like it, it almost the aroma is almost like a prickly pear without prickly pear being in it. You know what? That's so interesting you say that because so so when I approached Marshall with this idea, I had kind of a general idea of like, dude, I want to use Arizona ingredients. Uh, I want this to be like an Arizona themed beer, uh, something Southwest, some taste of the Southwest. So initially thought of. Um, uh, you know, grain R&D with, with uh, you know, snoring white wheat or, you know, some of the stuff that they yeah. do. But then I knew about Neo-Mexicano hops, right? The the hops that grow. I think there's two types of wild hops in the U.S., right? A Neo-Mexicano and then something maybe up north. Uh, but anyways, Neo-Mexicano is that wild hop that grows in the southwest. So I'm like, dude, I would love to, like, what would that do to, to the beer? He's like, dude, it'd be really interesting. Like, I don't know what it would do. So we found these hops uh, called Zappa. So they were found on the property of Frank Zappa uh, in uh, Frank Zappa's family in New Mexico. That's crazy. Yeah. So this is a, it's a wild hop uh, that they basically were able to, you know, wrangle, harvest, and, sure. and be able to, to reproduce on a, on a scale that then brewers could use it. 
Uh, so he used Zappa and cashmere hops, but the Zappa is what gives it, it gives you the taste of Southwest. Yeah, it, yeah. it definitely, like I said, has that kind of prickly pear aroma. Mm. It even has, um, so my, my grandma used to always do uh, nopales. She would make nopales um, with like a, so like cactus. She would actually. Cactus pads, right? Yeah, little, the little cactus pads. She would go in the backyard, cut them off, clean them, and then she would cook them with uh, red chili. Ooh. So just do red chili, and then yeah. you could do eggs or something like that with it. Like a pepper. So, kind yeah. Of, yeah. And if you taste that uh, fresh, it tastes like green apple. Um, but the aroma is like like earthy, um, slight, kind of a, like prickly pear, you okay. know, like yeah. sweet. Um, and this is uh, – that kind of reminds me of that. That's awesome, man. That's yeah. awesome. It brings up a memory it really like does. that. Yeah. yeah, it really does on the drive-by. And yeah, well, I'm gonna get a taste. I mean, you've been drinking it, so <laughs> I'm gonna get a taste on it because I'm like I'm drooling over here. It's so good, dude. So, I'll say this real quick while you're enjoying that. Um, you mentioned prickly pear. So the last rendition that we did was a prickly pear version. Uh, it was cool. We used, um, uh, dang, I, I can't think of it off the top of my head, uh, Sherry's. Sherry's Desert Harvest in Tucson, who actually goes and gets the prickly pears. And, dude, we got, like, two buckets full of prickly pear juice. And so Marshall actually cut down the Zappa hops in that batch because he knew the prickly pear was going to be earthy as well. Yeah. He was like, it was going to be too much to have the full, you know, the full dose of Zappa and the prickly pear. So, um and then once again, he goes back to this batch after the prickly pear and just tighten this up even more. Yeah. Yeah. So, so taste-wise. Um, so if I could take this off and then just, like, drop it, you know, this mic. <laughs> don't. No. You could. No. But uh, when, it, we get, definitely, when we get famous, um, we'll be like rock stars and break our shit. definitely a mic drop. It's um, the, the crazy part about this particular beer is, first of all, it's 8.2% ABV. Oh, yes. Yes. And... You don't get nah. ABV out of it nah. at all. Um, it is, it's just like a, a well, a good, the mouthfeel, first of all, is spot on for the beer. So it has an, a really amazing, smooth, creamy. It's like if you could, you're flying in the clouds and you can open up your mouth and like eat the clouds. <laughs> it's that's, I mean, it's like super cloudy yeah. um, and fluffy mouthfeel on it. So, you know, that mouthfeel really helps those hops just kind of burst you know what yeah, i mean yeah it, it's it's like a wild hop ride Ooh, in your mouth in your mouth yeah i mean seriously guys if you have not <laughs> tried any of these tap that this one i, I thoroughly enjoyed the first rendition i didn't yeah. get i did get the prickly pear but i'm not going to mention what i thought about that one um <laughs> this is like holy crap yeah nice man it's holy nice. crap good um yeah i don't even 10 know where to go so 10 yeah, you can if you want to. No, I, I yeah, no. I, and again, I think these honestly, Marshall. Um, I think this particular beer is r- kind of resetting um, hazy IPA in Arizona. I, I like hearing that. I think it is. Really I think cool. it really. It, it's like kind of switching the bar. Um, not sure formula formula wise what you're doing as far as base malts and stuff, but grain R and D. Um, so the beer is going to change from batch to batch. It's going to get different for you every time because I know you know probably the consistency in the grains is going to change yeah. on you and, and the hops and stuff like that. But man, keep up the great work. Cause this is fantastic. Marshall. Good job, buddy. 
I'm at a 10 too. I mean, I can't not give it a 10. I mean, even if I didn't, even if I wasn't involved in it, I would give it a 10. Yeah, no, Maybe absolutely. Maybe a 9.8 if I wasn't involved, but not a 10. <laughs> no, absolutely. I think um, fantastic beer. Uh, if you're in the area of Kings, uh, if you're in even hell, if you're not in the area of Kings, come down to Kings. Or if you live in uh, South Flagstaff, stop by Simple Machine <laughs> Brewing Company. 7th Avenue, um, right across from Deer Valley Deer Airport. Deer Valley Airport. Cool spot. Seventh. Really, really cool spot. Um, yeah, swing by, pick up some, tap that AZ Hazy. If you haven't seen it anywhere, um, you know, hit, hit up Simple Machine or Kings for sure. So, gosh, great job, guys. Glad you like it, man. Easy 10. Um, thanks for watching, guys, and please uh, support and comment below. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Dude. God, such a good beer. I know. I know. So annoying.